Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Pat Price Tech Talk Training Room. Today is April 12, 2021. I'm Larry Gassman. And uh, we have a, a friend who has been here probably more often than I've been here. And to introduce him, here's Myrna Boda. Yes, we have our friends from Mystic Access periodically because they do so much. And we were looking at our programs and we said, oh, we haven't heard about this or we haven't heard about that. And I wonder if if any of you or some of you have heard about something called a Chromebook. No, it's not a book made of metal that's shiny. Um, we all know about Windows laptops and Macs and iPhones and iPads and stuff. But I'll bet some of you have never heard about a Chromebook. So Chris Grabowski from Mystic Access is coming tonight to tell us all about it. So here's Chris. Thank you, Myrna. And thank you for having me. And let's talk a little bit about what a Chromebook is, first of all, and what a Chromebook is not. First of all, a Chromebook is a laptop that runs the Chrome operating system. So basically, if you think about running Google Chrome on your computer, your desktop or your Mac, your PC or your Mac, that's what you have. You have basically nothing but a web browser. And it has its own accessibility built in it's a screen reader called chromevox and the nice thing about it is you can fire up your chromebook when you buy one hit a couple hot keys and it comes up talking so just like our windows and our mac computers do when we first unbox them you do that you can do that with a chromebook a chromebook is not something that you're going to run Windows programs on or Mac programs. So let's say, for example, if you buy yourself a Chromebook and you want to install JAWS on it, it ain't going to work. If you buy a Chromebook and you want to install Kurzweil on it, it's not going to work. Those are all Windows-based programs. When you're using a Chromebook, you're basically in the Google operating system and you're playing or you're working with your Chrome, again, web browser. All extensions that you may or may not install on your desktop will synchronize over to Chrome. Some extensions that you may have that require Windows-based applications, for example, such as 1Password. Under Windows, you can have a a um, 1Password Windows app that sits outside of your browser and that part of 1Password won't work but what they have done is they've made a an extension for Chrome that works in your web browser which is really kind of nice so you have your passwords wherever you go so that's what a Chromebook is not there are also Products called Chrome Box, not to be confused with Chrome Vox. It's Chrome B as in boy OX. That is a little computer that's running the Chrome operating system. And there's no screen, there's no key, you know, no keyboard. You would 
um, provide your own. So it'd be like you're buying yourself uh, an HP desktop, for example, and you had a monitor, you connect the monitor to your Chromebox and you have a, uh, a keyboard, you connect that keyboard to your Chromebox and there's your little setup. There are also products called Chrome Bases, B-A-S-E. That is a computer, like if you've ever seen an iMac or if you've ever seen a computer that's all-in-one, it's all-in-one. There's everything in the monitor. So that's your Chrome Base. Again, they're all running the same operating system, which would be your Chrome, uh, Chrome OS. So I have a Chromebook in front of me, and I'm going to move my Windows keyboard out of the way so I don't, I don't need that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to flip up my lid of my Chrome Chromebox. And because I closed the lid while I was working with the Chromebook, when I open the lid, it's going to start exactly where I was. If I had turned it off, you'd be prompted for a login and typing in a password and all that stuff. But your Chromebook is going to start maybe take 15 seconds to boot. I mean, they're really, really fast. There's no hard drives in them. They're all solid state. You can connect your SD cards. You can use SD cards in them. You can also connect uh, USB peripherals to the Chrome, Chrome products, I guess, for a generic term. So here's what we have. Connecting to Aries. Alert. Connecting to Aries. Alert. Connected to Aries. Medium signal. So it's telling me that it's connected to my wireless network. And now I can use some specialized hotkeys. And let's talk about this for a second. So you've got your control and you've got your alt on the left side of your space bar. And you may have them, depending on your keyboard, you may have them on the right side as well. You've also got your standard arrow keys. You normally do not have a six-pack. So you don't have your home and your page up, page down. Those would be uh, created by using different keystrokes in combination with your uh, up, down, left, and right arrow keys. Now... The key that is kind of important in ChromeVox is what they call the search key. This is a key that they take over. So it's like you're taking over the insert key on your Windows desktop or your laptop with JAWS, NVDA, or what have you. Or your caps lock key, for example. You could On your uh, Windows machine, your screen reader could take over the caps lock key and use it as a modifier. ChromeVox does the same thing with a search key because it's not really used for anything else that we care about. So what you would do if you want to browse around your screen of your Chromebook, you're not going to tab, you're not going to shift tab. You're going to use search. You press and hold search and hit the left and right arrow keys, and these will move from item to item. If you want to go line by line, you would keep your search key held down and you would use your up and down arrow keys to go up and down. There are ways to go character by character and word by word as well. So that's 
mostly how you're going to navigate when you're using a Chromebook. So let's see what happens if I hit search right arrow. Get game. Compete in tournaments now raid Shadow Legends. So I'm actually in the Android Play Store, and some Chromebooks, you can actually run Android apps. Now, they have to support um, Android, or they won't show up. Now, having said that, for whatever reason, Bard Mobile, if you do a search for Bard Mobile in this Play Store, it's not going to find it because Bard Mobile does not work on Chromebooks, and that's kind of unfortunate. Um, in the past, I've played with Zoom and, and Netflix and Hulu and stuff like that on the Chromebook using the Android versions, and that has worked fine. So that's kind of cool. So let's see what I'm going to close the window with Control W. And Launcher. Close. Shelf. There we go. Window. Okay. So you heard it say Shelf Launcher. You can hit hotkeys to go to the launcher, which is kind of like your little start area. So let's do this. Shift, Alt, L. Google Chrome, shelf, window. Now I'm doing search right arrow. Gmail, Docs, YouTube, Play Store, Toggle Dictation, Win Status Tray, Time 8, 11 p.m. So there's Battery your status at 98%. Tray. Connected to Aries, medium signal, comma, comma, three notifications. And I'm doing nothing other than just moved to that option, so it read everything for me. Launcher, shelf, window. Google Chrome, shelf, window. And we're back to the shelf. Now, if I want to get to the system tray or the tray area there, I can do Alt-Shift-L, and that will, or Alt-Shift-S, and that will take me. Quick settings. Press search plus settings. left to access the notification center. Window. Now if I do search right arrow. Chris Grabowski, grab out, sign out. I can sign out. Shut down. I can shut the machine down. Lock. I can lock it. Settings. Collapse menu. Toggle network connection. Connect, show network list. Connected to Aries. Media, toggle Bluetooth. Bluetooth is on. Pressed. So there's Bluetooth, and it says that Bluetooth is on. So let's do something a little fun, more fun than that. I'm going to go to a web page. Tab created. And I pressed Control-T from anywhere, and now I can type in a website to go to. S-A-C-E-F-O. New tab. Mystic Access. Mystic Access. Mystic Access. So if you hear those little ticking sounds, that tick, 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 that let us know that the web page was loading. That is a Chrome Vox, what they call earcons, and you can turn those on or off. If you don't like them, you can go in and turn them off. But I'm just going to browse the site real quick. Are you someone who is blind or has low vision and with three items? You are intimidated, frustrated, and slash or overwhelmed as you. You are tired of limited or. You are close to giving up because you feel like you're simply failing. So it said there were three items there, and I was able to jump from item to item. Now, for those that use Windows-based screen readers or your Mac, you've got also got the hotkey. So I can jump from heading to heading by doing search H. Search our site. Heading. Join our news list. 
Head explore products. Heading to shift search H. Join our news list. Head search our site. Head home. Heading one. Are you someone who is blind or has? So that's how that works. If I wanted to go to the first edit box, I could do search E. Search for sidebar. And that did it took me there. If I wanted to go backwards, I would do shift search E. Last name. Edit text. And it wrapped that little blunk sound that we heard. That's also an ear con that let us know that um, it wrapped. So it, this search box or this um, this edit box here is at the bottom of the page. So it went back up, did a wrap, and it took me there. Let's say I don't know what website I'm on. I can do search with A and then W. W. Let's see. W. No, it's Consent. Good. Yes. Not checked. Let's try this again. Search A. Mystic Access. Google Chrome. Grabowski 73 itch. So it let us know that that's the website that I'm on, that I'm in Google Chrome. If I wanted the URL, I can do search A. It's like layered commands in JAWS. And it, then hit U. HTTPS colon slash slash www.mysticaccess.com slash. We can go there. Um, let's go to another website. Tab created. And I just did Control-T, your standard web browser commands that you've used, you're used to. Now, if I go to... New tab. Accessible World Sponsored by Helping Hands for the Blind. Accessible World Sponsored by Helping Hands for the Blind. So I can just read this page. I can do search R and that will read the entire page. Accessible World Sponsored by Helping Hands for the Blind. Skip to content. Internal link. Outlines of the world with hands clasping in front of it. And I just hit control to silence the speech. Now, if I want to go into options, I can do search with O and then O again. Tab Chromebox options. Speak text under the mouse. Now, what I'm going to do is I did that for a reason. I'm going to turn on a device over here that I have. And... Let's see. I am going to go down and let's see. I'm going to search for the Braille display. Speak text under use pitch changes. Change pitch when speaking element types and quoted. Deleted. When reading capitals. Speak quote cap quote before letter. Has pop up. With read numbers as. Words. Has pop up. Punctuation echo. Some. Has announced download notifications. Checked. So these are all Chromevox options. So it's just very, very easy to turn off sticky mode when with. editing text. Smart sticky mode, checked. When playing audio, play at normal volume even if Chromevox is speaking. Has pop up with three items. Collapse. So it mentioned something about sticky mode, and if you press the search key twice quickly, it's going to turn on sticky mode, and that means that. You don't have to press and hold search down every time. You can just use your arrow key. So I'm going to do that now. Sticky mode enabled. Now I can hit the right arrow key just without search. Voices. Select current voice. Select current voice. System text to automatically switch Chrome box voice based on language. Open text to speech set formatting. Announce text styling. Check. Braille. Heading to. Let's see if there's Braille. 
Select a six dot braille table. Select a six dot braille table. English, UEB, grade two. Has pop up with 126 items. Collapse. So you could change your braille table. Switch to eight dot braille. Enable word wrap. Show braille commands in the Chrome box menus. Not checked. Bluetooth braille display. Heading two. Select a Bluetooth braille display. Select a Bluetooth braille display. Braille Edge 00363. Connect. And I'm going to hit search with space. Connecting. Disabled. Disconnect. Alert. Braille display connected. And that's all it I needed to do to get the braille display working. Of course, I had to pair it the first time. But now it says alert braille display uh, connected. And my braille display is now connected. So now I can use braille commands to navigate the web page as well. So if I want to do space with one, two, three, go to Chromebox the top. options. Heading space one. Space with four, five, six, go to the Enable bottom. Enable developer options. Collapse. If I want to go button by button, I can do space with B. When reading capitals, speak quote cap quote before letter has pop up with two items. Collapse. If I, if I want to go backwards, I got to do space, backspace, and then the letter. So I can do space, backspace. Um, Change display style to interleave. And that went backwards, you know, like instead of hitting shift uh, B, you would hit backspace space with B to go button by button on your using your Braille display. So that's really cool. A couple of confusing things about Braille displays, though is that it says use six dot mode or eight dot mode. Six dot mode is your literary braille and your eight dot mode is your computer braille. So that was kind of a little confusing for me when I started to play with the braille display to realize that your six dot braille is your literary braille, which that's my preference uh, to read. And I can just use the panning keys. Enable the to... de- enable develop Chromebox options. Chromebox options. Heading enable verbose descriptions. Not checked. So if I enable verbose descriptions, I can press uh, search with space. Enable verbose descriptions. Checkbox. Checked. Now press search if I go... plus space to toggle. Well, there you go. So verbose descriptions are your hints. So if I go to the right with search right arrow. Automatically red page after it finishes loading. Checkbox. Not checked. Press search plus space to toggle. And if I want to get out of here, I can do control W. Accessible world sponsored by Helping Hands for the Blind. Outlines and now of we're the world with back hands to our web page. So if I press alt F for a lot of people, you know, in Chrome. Alert. 100%. Menu opened. Press so up or down arrow to navigate. Enter to activate. Menu. Downloads control plus J. Menu item. 5 of 18. Then I can down Press arrow. bookmarks. Menu item. Menu. Make text smaller. Print control plus P. Cast. Me- find control plus F. More tools. Menu. Menu. Cut control plus X. Me- settings. Menu item. And these are 18. settings for Chrome. So again, you're really created. just playing. Sticky mode disabled. Search downloads. Search. Downloads. Downloads. Google Chrome. Grabowski 73 itch. In your, um, in your settings for your Chrome 
uh, browser. And if you notice, it said sticky mode turned off. So it knows that I want to type at this point. It's like turning on and off your browse mode or your focus sticky mode. Sticky mode enabled. More and actions. And I just tab and it said sticky up. mode is enabled. So it's turning on and off your sticky mode, depending on what you want it to do. Let's see, what else do we have? I mean, that's that's your um, that's your Chrome. One thing I will say too, when I set this Chrome up, this Chromebook up, it um, prompted me for a language, and it was on English. So I thought I'd be cute and just change the language and see what it would do. Well, it changed the language, all right. It switched on eSpeak. It changed it to Spanish or something, and I had to figure out how to get it back. And of course I was, I started to move around before I realized what was happening because Chromevox literally restarted and uh, switched its language. Let's see. Downloads. Downloads. Accessible world sponsored by helping hands for the blind. And some of these, some of these sound effects that you hear are your, um, uh, sound effects to an extension that I have installed already. But let's say I wanted to check the time. I could do that with search with A and then D. 8.23 p.m. Monday, April 12th, 2021. I can do search with A and then T. Word echo. That turns on your keyboard echo. So there are a lot of commands that you really want to commit to memory so that you can navigate rather quickly. There are function keys on top of the, above the, you know, where your normal function keys would be. And if you press them. New tab. Search Google or type a URL. Combo box. New tab. New tab. Like that was F1, and that's going to take me into a new tab from wherever I am. If I hit F2. Accessible world sponsored by Helping Hands for the Blind. If I hit F2 again. Sponsored by Helping Hands for the Blind. Outlines of the world with hands clasping and so let's see F3 accessible world sponsored by helping hands for the blind. I think I only have one tab open, so that's why it's doing what it's doing. But these keys will give you um, different things like brightness and mute. If you find mute, you want to make sure that you know where it is so you can unmute it. Um, if you want to turn on and off Chrome Vox, you do Control Alt. A. And that's supposed to do it. Let's see. Accessible world. Outlines of the world with hands clasping in front of it. Visited. Sticky mode disabled. Turned off sticky mode and... It actually may not be doing it because I have a Braille display connected. But that's how you turn off. Wait, no, it's control... Control Z. There we go. Now it's off. And if we turn it back on, now it's back on. Outlines of the world with hands clasping in front of it. Visited. Internal link. Press search plus space to activate. Chromebox spoken feedback is ready. Alert. Braille display connected. So it let us know that the Braille display was connected after I turned on the Chromebox. So I toggled it off with Alt Control Z. Toggled it back on with Alt Control Z. So when you get your new Chromebook, that's how you turn on Chromebox. When you turn on Chromebox, also it's going to put you in a tutorial. So let's see. 
Chromebox tutorial. Heading 1. Press search plus right arrow or search plus left arrow to browse topics. So I did search with O and then T. Again, these are like layered commands and that brought up the tutorial. Quick orientation. Link. Essential keys. Link. Navigation. Link. Command references. Link. So let's go back up to... Quick orientation. Link. Press select. Quick orientation tutorial. 10 lessons. Heading 1. Press search plus right arrow or search plus left arrow to browse lessons for this topic. Welcome to Chromebox. Link. Essential keys. Control. Link. I'm going to press, press search, search plus space. space. Essential keys. Control. Let's start with a few keys you'll use regularly. The control key can be used to stop any current speech. Find the control key on the bottom left corner of your keyboard. To continue, press the control key. Essential Just keys, did. shift. Now, find the left shift key, which is directly above the control key. To continue, press the left shift key. Essential keys, search. Next, you'll learn about the search key. The search key is used in combination with other keys for Chromebox commands. The search key is immediately above the left shift key. To continue, press the search key. Basic navigation. Now you'll learn some basic navigation. You can hold search and press the arrow keys to move around the screen. To continue, press search plus right arrow. If you reach an item you want to click, press search plus space. Try it now to continue. Tab navigation. You can also use the tab key to move to the next interactive item on the screen. Find the tab key, which is directly above the search key. To continue, press the tab key. Tab navigation continued. You can use shift plus tab to move to the previous interactive item. To continue, press shift plus tab. And I'm going to press escape. Outlines of the world with hands clasping in front of it. And we're back to accessible world. Some Chromebooks have touch screens on them, and you can use it as you would a tablet. So when you turn on Chromevox with the keyboard, you can also turn on Chromevox with the volume up and down keys as if you did not have a keyboard connected. Some, some Chromebooks will actually flip the, allow you to flip the screen and put the keyboard under the screen so you're not using the keyboard and it turns it into a tablet type of experience. Another nice thing about Chromebooks is you can have pretty good battery life. So if I do search with O and then B. Battery at 93%, 6 hours and 24 minutes until battery is empty. So that's pretty good. And of course, your battery life is going to vary depending on what services you have. If you have Bluetooth running all the time or your Wi-Fi is running all the time, but that's that's pretty good. They must have done some updates because when I first got this Chromebook a couple of years ago, the battery life was horrendous. It probably lasted about two hours and I really did nothing except keep it updated and now it's saying seven hours. So that's good. You can change the speech rate. You do search with, let me find the key, the right bracket key. Rate 19%. Rate 21%. Rate 23%. And 
And if I want to lower that, I do search with shift with. Rate 21%, rate 19%. The right bracket. Now, if I want to change the pitch, it's the left bracket with search. Pitch 56%. Pitch 61%. Actually, I reversed them. It's the pitch is the right bracket and uh, your speed is the left bracket. Pitch 56%. Pitch 50%. So let's see. What else can we do? If we want to go character by character or word by word, you do search shift left arrow. U. Or right arrow. T. L. I. N. E. S. Space. O. F. If I want to go word by word. D. World. I do shift search control right arrow or shift search control left arrow. Now, you can also select text. So if I want to start selecting text, I would do search with S. World. Selected. Now, if I do... Uh, shift right or um, search right arrow. Accessible world sponsored by helping home visited link list. Now, item. if I want to do search with, seven items. with site navigation, S navigation again to stop selection and selection outlines of the world with hands clasping in front of it visited. Now I'm going to press Control C to copy it to the clipboard. Copy outlines of the world with hands clasping in front of it. And I just hit Control to silence the speech. Now let's go to Drive. Tab created. And I just did Control T. We're going to do Google Drive. Drive. Google.com. New tab. Google Drive. Press Search Plus Space to activate. Main. This recording's Google Drive folder owned by me last modified by me December 22, 2013. Now I'm going to hit the down arrow key. I'm in Drive. Audio tutorial for Google products. Google Drive folder owned by. And that's without search. So when you're in Drive and you're navigating your files and folders, you just need to use your arrow keys. Now I'm going to press Enter on this. Loading. Loading. Status. Get notifications on your computer for shared files and import. September 1st. 15. 20. Shopping list for October 2nd. Shared Google Docs. Shared owned by me. Last modified by me. 201 a.m. Row. I'm press enter Selected. to open this. Get notifications on your computer for shared files and important events. So now I'm in a word processor. Text area. Document details. Button. Press search plus space to activate. Screen reader support enabled. This is a shopping list for the Google Docs tutorial. Braille support enabled. On page one. This is a shopping list for... So you heard a couple of things. Screen reader support enabled. Braille support enabled. H. Now I can just arrow Hotel, through this Cap document. Tango. H. I. S. Let's go back Sierra, to the T of this. I, Cap T. And then we're going to paste. Tango. Control V. List up. This is a shopping list for the Google Docs tutorial. Now I'm going to go up. Bullet. List item. List. With two items. Home. Link. Visited. Sponsored by Helping Hands for the Blind. And there's the text that I selected off of the web page. So that's how easy that was. Now, one thing to keep in mind when you're in Google Docs, if you are used to any Windows-based uh, application where you go press the Alt key to go to the menu bar, you don't do that in Google Docs. The easiest way that I've found to get to the menu bar is to press Alt, Shift, and then F, and that will take you into the file menu of the Docs 
men, uh, menu bar. File, menu item, with submenu, one of nine. So now you, now you can right arrow file. through here. Menu, edit, menu item, view, menu item, insert, menu format, menu item, tools, menu item, familiar? with sub add-ons, menu okay. item, with sub menu. Let's go to edit, for example. Go to the insert, menu item, view, menu item, edit, menu item, with submenu, two of nine. Enter. Expand it, edit, menu item, with submenu, two of nine. Collapse. So now we're in the edit menu, and I'm just going to down arrow. Menu. Undo U control plus Z. Menu I redo R control plus Y. Menu item. Paste P control plus V. Menu item. And if you notice, nine. we're getting our accelerator keys. So control Z, control Y, control V. Paste without formatting O control plus shift plus V. Menu item. Select all a control plus A. Menu item. Eight of nine. Find and replace F control plus H. Menu item. And nine there's a spell nine. checker now, or um, not a spell checker. There's a spell checker, but that's not it. That's fine to replace. I'm going to hit escape. Document content. Accessible world. Sponsored by Helping Hands for the Blind. Now, instead of taking me back to edit, it put me back in the document. So I need to go back to the menu. So I want to show you another menu. File. Menu item. With submenu. One of nine. Expand. Now we're going to go to the right. File. Menu. View. Insert. Format. Tools. Menu item. Add-ons. Menu item, help, menu item, accessibility, menu item. So there's an accessibility menu. menu. If I press enter on this one. Accessibility, menu item, with submenu, nine of nine, collapsed. Menu, speak S right pointer, menu item, with submenu, one of 12. There are different things that you can do within this accessibility menu. And this accessibility menu only shows up if you have Chromevox running. Comments C right pointer, menu item, footnote N right pointer, menu headings H right pointer, menu item, graphics G right pointer, menu item, with submenu. So let's go back up to five speak. Of 12. Heading, footnote, comments C, speak S right pointer, menu Press item, enter. menu, speak selection S control plus alt plus A control plus alt plus X, menu so item. So as you one can see, menu. if you want to speak selected text, which we don't have, you would do alt. Control A and then Alt Control X or something like that. So they're they're layered commands that you would do in order to make that happen. Or I could have just I could just press Enter. Speak selection formatting F Control plus Alt plus A Control plus Alt plus F. Menu so item formatting. Two of eight. Speak cursor location L Control plus Alt plus A Control plus Alt plus L. Menu press item Enter. Three document content accessible world sponsored by Helping Hands for the Blind. Home. This is a shopping list for the Google Docs tutorial. Milk, apples, wine, lots of it. Chocolate, chocolate and more chocolate now. Food and stuff. This is a shopping list for the Google Docs tutorial. Milk, apples, wine, lots of it. Chocolate, chocolate and mojjjre chocolate. And that did not work. That was supposed to speak the cursor position, but that did not work for some reason. Let's try it. Alt-Control-A. And then Alt Control L. Nope, oh, that did not work. Weird. Home link visited bullet list item. But if you also notice too, when I pasted in this um, this text that I selected, this link is now home link, or this home Vis- is actually now a link. So I can home. hit Enter on bullet. that. Bullet see. list item. 
I think it took me Home. back to Link. Nope, it did visited not. bullet list item. This is a shopping list for the Google Docs. It should have taken me back to your home. Yeah, we go. Uh, okay. Travis is first. Hey, so this Chromebook um, thing sounds very interesting, and um, I got a question about something. Um, can you do if you have an Android phone? Um, let's say, uh, and you own a Chromebook, can you do text messages on the Chromebook as well as answer and do outbound calls on it and any video chats if you have an Android phone? I'm sure there are apps to do that. I personally have not done it. I know you can run Zoom on the Chromebook. Like I said okay. before, you can run the the Android version of Zoom because I've done that. So I'm sure that you can get some kind of texting uh capability with your chromebook right and it probably wouldn't work with an iphone probably um to connect with a chromebook i assume if i'm not mistaken i don't know i don't know google's getting a little a little aggressive and they're working on multiple Hmm. platforms now so who knows Hmm, competition there okay right interesting yep huh all right well well, i guess we're just gonna have to wait and see then i guess in the next several years thank you travis you're welcome. Okay, uh, Marsha is next. What Braille display, just out of curiosity, are you using, number one? And number two, what Braille display displays are actually supported with the Chromebox operating system? Good question. I'm using a QBraille, and I know the focus works because I've had a focus. The focus lines do. I know the new Braille, Brilliant ones do not currently because of a, a technical implementation that Google needs to make. Um, but other than that, I'm, I'm not exactly 100% sure I haven't tested all of them. But I know the focus line works. The uh, Braille works. Uh, what about the Braille Braille, Edge? Uh, what about the Vario Ultra? Uh, which is, you know, the Orbit Reader 40. Then that should work. If it's emulating an Orbit or vice versa, then you could use that as well. I would say it works with the more popular ones. And again, I I know for a fact that HumanWare is working on Chrome Vox support for their new ones. Okay, uh, Beth is next. Hey guys, thank you very much, Chris. This is very interesting. Um, how do you like using Braille with the Chromebooker? And also, how about the safety and security of the Chromebook uh, in terms of viruses and all that kind of stuff? Thanks. Uh, uh, I'll hit the second one first. According to the tech gurus that I listen to, the Leo Laports and the Kim Commandos of the world, um, they say that you're not going to get viruses because of how locked down and secure it is. You're really just playing with a web browser. You're not running, you know, anything that you're, you know, if there was a virus, it would have to be written for a Chromebook. Um, not necessarily like your Windows viruses. There are no, there are no virus checkers, for example, for your Chromebook. So that should be pretty secure. There's also a feature um called what is it called wipe auto wipe or wipe or refresh you can actually refresh your chromebook so what it will do is if you refresh your chromebook it literally 
erases it, resets it back to factory settings, and then allows you to set it up as a brand new device. So if you think your machine is compromised in any way, shape, or form, you can just do that. Now, you're not going to lose any documents and stuff like that because all of those are put on the on the cloud. Um, regarding Braille, Braille is not my number one mode of reading. I'm a speech-first guy, and I frankly only set the Braille display up to see what it would do and how it would work. Okay, and, and one more quickie. What do you use for email and word processing? You use Docs and you use Gmail. Docs okay. for your word processor, which I was just kind of demonstrating a little bit, mm-hmm. and your your um, your Gmail. You use Gmail. You could also, in theory, again, in theory, because it supports Android apps, you could install an Android uh, email client, maybe Outlook or something, if you wanted to play with it in there. If you wanted, you know, something like Outlook, you could do that too. Okay. Thank you. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Beth. Okay. Bobby Vinton is next. What kind of media players or entertainment can you run on a Chromebook? Because let's say you want to listen to something and you don't have your laptop with you or you don't have the, your Windows device on you at that moment or you're on a trip and you say, oh, I want to listen to a podcast, but I don't want to open it in my browser. I want to open it. I want to download it and open it in my favorite player. And what also, what do we do for entertainment? Like, let's say you want to play a game or something, because I know that the you said the Chromebook is very tied down. Again, um, you would make sure that your you would use like your Android apps, for example. So, let's say you wanted to do a podcast. You're not going to have a favorite media player uh, because if you're coming from Windows, for example. You're not going to be able to run something that's based on Windows. You could run your Android apps, and you can play them that way. You, I would. What, what I would do is I would weigh the options. What do you do most before you just jump into a Chromebook? Because you might lose a lot of functionality um, depending on what you're doing as your specific things well like what what do you like to play with or what do you like to work with you might you might just be better off getting another la- windows laptop yeah you know Does you might right because i have courage while on the laptop and the desktop here and that won't work yeah i know <laughs> all right thank you bobby okay londa peterson yeah, what would be the advantage of using a Chromebook other than the fact that in certain situations they're required? What would be that's a, that's a good reason. <laughs> um, in schools, you're you're required for a Chromebook. Let's say that you're in the Google universe, so you want to use Gmail, you want to use Docs, you want to use Slides, you want to use and Sheets and all that stuff. It might be more advantageous to you to get a Chromebook that's comes up talking than getting a windows laptop and having to go into you know chrome if you're living in in those applications then you don't have to get jaws or nvda or something and learn all that you're just you're just working with your with your chromebook would there be any reason to have a chromebook in addition to a windows machine or a mac um 
it depends. Um, me personally, I don't use mine as much as I thought I would. So that probably answers that question. Yep. Um, it depends on how comfortable you are in your, your working environment. Okay. That, that answers it. Yep. Thank you. Okay. Mitchell is next. Hey, what do those devices go for in price? Anywhere from a couple hundred bucks to about a thousand, depending on what you get. You really don't need a lot of storage space because a lot of stuff is in the cloud. What I would recommend is at least a 32 gig storage. And I would recommend about four gigs of RAM. That should really keep you running for quite a while. I had another Chromebook that I was using before I bought this one. This one was about 500 bucks two years ago when I bought it. Um, the other one was a little bit cheaper. It had less RAM in it, and I, I, couldn't, I couldn't use it um, anymore because it was so slow. But this one seems to be very responsive. I actually gave mine to a sighted person because the Chromevox was just so laggy on the other one when I when I got this one. Okay, Lynn White is next. Any reason other than schools for for having one of these? If you're if you're if you're doing web development, you might do that. If you're doing testing on websites, you might want it. Um, you might want it for the price to play with. Um, again, you have your accessibility built in. Um, so it really just depends on what a person wants to do. What, why would you want a Chromebook? You're basically sitting in a browser. Besides running Android apps from time to time, you're literally just sitting, like, think of yourself sitting in Microsoft Edge or, dare I even say it, Internet Explorer, and you can't get out of it. You have your screen reader and you have your Internet Explorer, and that's that's what you would be living in all day. Okay, looks like Beth has another question. I was wondering if, Chris, if you guys at Mystic have done any tutorials about the Chromebook. Like, Good like question, and yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> um, it's uh, called, um, it's a, I mean, it's a Chromebook tutorial. And it takes you from setup. It, it obviously shows you more than I did. Um, it even shows you how to install Android apps and stuff on it. So we did do a tutorial for that. Okay, Diane Sims. Is there a way to change the voices yes, on that? Yes. Yep, it's in settings. I, it I is blew in past, settings. Yes, I blew past it to show the Braille display because I thought that was kind of cool. But yes, you definitely can. Um, you can change the voice. It'll actually work with uh, whatever text-to-speech voices you have installed. Again, we're going down back to Android. Um, if you have Android voices, like let's say you buy Seraproc, uh, mm-hmm. one of the Seraproc voices that's really good, or acapella or any of that, you can run. You could switch to those voices and you can run them. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds good. The second question I had is, um, I was on your website uh, this weekend and everything, and I was looking for some Mac tutorials. Do you have any of those? 
Oh, you're about the 50,000th person that's asked that currently. Oh, we no. do not. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's something you know we're, we, yeah, it's something that we can consider doing, um, but it won't be in the, in the, won't be any time. Yeah. You know, any getting, other places I could probably get? There's Mac, there's Mac for the blind.com. He does good oh, stuff. Thank you. Yeah, I forgot about that. You're welcome. Okay, Alan Ramos. Hello, Chris. Hello. I'm wondering if you buy this uh, Chromebook, how do you turn the speech on and off? Because it may be off. Um, control Alt Z. Z. Control Alt Z will turn it on and off. Okay, Carla is next. I I have uh, two questions. Uh, first of all, I wanted you to uh, elaborate more on the different devices. I was a little get, bit confused at the beginning when you were talking about Chrome Box, Chrome Vox, and base and then the other thing is how does it compare i have a braille no touch plus which i'm still trying to learn how to use and i have students that use chrome books so can i since the touch plus is an android device can i access all the things that you could do with a chromebook okay that's those are actually very good questions now uh let's go back to the first one chrome vox as in Victor, is the screen reader for, for, for Chrome OS. That's the operating system that's running on the devices. The Chromebook is a notebook, like a laptop. The Chrome box is a little box, like your HP or your any of your little desktop computers that you have sitting on your, your desk that would require an external monitor or keyboard and all that. The Chrome base is a what's called an all-in-one, which is a, the monitor and the speakers and the hard drive and everything is an all-in-one thing. You can pick it up and go and carry it around. So that's that's the difference between those ones. Regarding the difference between the Chromebook and the Braille Note Touch, the Chromebook is more of a keyboard-centric operating system, if you will. So you're kind of expected to utilize your your stuff on the Chromebook. There's nothing to stop you from taking your student's Chromebook, if they're sighted, and turning on Chromevox and playing with it. So you could work with that with that as well. The advantage to that is that if you're in docs and you're playing in, in docs and you're collaborating with somebody else that's using docs on whatever device they're working with, you're in a kind of a more familiar operating system or more familiar environment using a keyboard first device. It's not a braille first device um, for your input and output like your touches, but it's a, it's a keyboard centric like your PC. So if I just turned on, you know, I could walk up in my classroom and go to one of my students' computers and turn on um, Chromevox and it would start talking to me? Is that what you're doing? Correct. That's correct, yes. What's the keystroke to do that? I want to make sure they're not cheating on me sometimes. Control-Alt-Z. And they're, all three of the keys are literally right next to each other. So you press and hold it. Oh, I'm yeah. coming after them. Watch out. <laughs> And if you want to turn it off, it's the same thing. Control-Alt-Z, it's toggle. All right. 
Carla, thank you so much. Thank you. So uh, we have no more hands, but we do have time for you to give us your contact information. People okay. probably know it already, but that's okay. That's fine. We we can we can we, we like to share mystic access some things anyway. Okay. So the contact information, you can go to the website at mysticaccess.com, and that's M-Y-S-T-I-C-A-C-C-E-S-S.com. You'd be surprised the number of people that spell it wrong. Um, the telephone number is 716-543-3323, and the email address that we like to give is info at mysticaccess.com. That will reach both Kim and myself. If you would like to email each one of us directly, that's Chris at mysticaxis.com and Kim at mysticaxis.com. So we're, it's pretty simple. Excellent. Thank you so much for being with us again. It's been a great hour and a learning hour for me because I knew next to nothing about, well, actually probably more than next to nothing about Chromebooks. So I am glad to have the opportunity and thanks again. Thank you for having us. You bet. Next week, Jeff Bazer will be with us, and Jeff is with Vispero, and he's going to talk about the line of product, etc., with Vispero and some other stuff. Jeff's really fun to listen to. If you've heard him on ACB's uh, Vispero training series, uh, he's fun, and he will talk a lot about a lot of things, including some of the things that Vispero has to offer. Also, a big thank you also to Myrna, who um, arranged for Chris to be here. And we are working on the rest of the month and into May. So if you have ideas and thoughts, please let us know. Thanks so much for being with us. We're going to make it just under the hour this time. And thanks for being with us. Join us next week on Tech Talk.